Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Uh, do you like it when I go low? Do you like it when I swallow? When I write that dick? Be the best that you ever had. Make you swear that you never ever came this quick. Niggas love when you call them poppy. Put my fingers to your hair. Love me. Ride me, uh, and pull me right there. Really wanna show you off. Really wanna let them know. Wanna be the one. Hey guys, welcome the fuck back to It Girls. Did you miss us? I hope you did. I'm Jenny. I'm Lindsay. And we're dying for the next step. We have been dying to record again. Here we are. So, okay, we've been getting a great response from all of our episodes so far, and it's really cool. And we've been really happy to get some feedback via emails yes. on our Gmail at itgalspodcast at gmail.com and via our Instagram, itgalspodcast with a Z. As always. And yeah, we've been, like, as we said in the last episode, it gives the podcast life, honey. Yeah. <laughs> we've been living for it. Um, so yeah, we haven't been together since we recorded some of the episodes. So we really want to... Busy, wanted, busy. Busy, busy, busy. We're busy <laughs> girls. Um, but we wanted to kind of save some of the responses until we recorded next. So until, that, until we were together and we could discuss. Yes. And we thought it would be cool to actually read out. We had freaking loads of emails, but mostly on the Gal Pals episode. That shit blew up. It did. And I mean, as you guys know, we got to number freaking one, which... T-Y. We'll be printing that on t-shirts until we're 40. <laughs> Thank you so much for getting us to number one. It was so interesting to see... Um, like when we were planning the episodes, I think we kind of thought that maybe the breakups mm. one would be more popular, but definitely the Gal Pals one it blew was up. just like, whoa, girls, we're all breaking up with our Gal Pals. Yes. And it was, I guess it's probably because of what we said in the podcast that there is no guidebook to how to have a, a friend breakup and yeah. people don't talk about it as a thing. Because as well, it's a more like awkward thing to talk about because if you break up with your boyfriend it's one person mm-hmm. but if you break up with your gal pal you have all your other gal pals and they still like the gal and it's so exactly. political so we looked through our emails and we found one that we are going to read out for you guys to listen to because we thought it kind of had really interesting elements to it and anyway we will read we will read yeah it got some good points and we got like a lot of emails kind of similar to this so we just thought that this one had like a good few points that a lot of emails had and um that hopefully you can connect to and we can give some advice on this so this um is from anon and you know if you guys ever email us you know it'll be anonymous we we get that we get that it's a safe space it is so here we go We were both going out with two guys who were big into the sesh and we became friends from that. It was really perfect for the two guys. They used to go missing all weekend, partying, and the two of us kind of got through that together. We became BFFs so fast and spent so much time together and she was seriously hilarious and I loved her and I still do. My guy just went from bad to worse and when I eventually broke up with him, everything changed. I went away with my new boyfriend on her birthday, so I made sure to send her a present from Zara to her house on the day of her birthday, 
and we had a night planned out for when I got home. In the airport on the way home, I randomly got a text from her saying that she sent the present back and the money would be in my account soon. I was really shocked and I wrote back why and she just claimed it didn't fit her. It was all really passive aggressive and weird and eventually it all came to a head and we literally haven't spoken in over a year. Now she's hanging out with girls she literally hated and slated when we were friends. So I just don't know if we'll ever be friends again. I'm also blocked on all of her social media. Ouch. And we, you know, we spoke about that, like the, the blocking. It's just so permanent. It's, and yeah. it's and so harsh. Yeah, because it's like all of a sudden you're, it's just, it's kind of like official. It's like, okay, we're never going to be friends again. You're not going to see my social media. You can't like DM me. You're done. For me, blocking is also, it's kind of public. And it's also, it kind of shows that you don't trust the your ex-best friend mm. because you're kind of saying I don't want you to know where I am who I'm with you know like I like that's why I think boyfriends and girlfriends break up because they want to be out like kissing other girls and you don't see it or whatever but with friends it's just like you don't want your ex-best friend to see what you're up to and that's totally just total distrust because you can kind of get it with a boyfriend because it's like okay yeah I'm blocked but kind of don't want to see you dancing out with yeah. that random ride that I was paranoid about exactly but with your girlfriend it's like what are you hiding from me you're fecking like new makeup like it's it's, <laughs> yeah. it's just so like it's a kick in the teeth it's just it's... really unnecessary it's like I don't need to be blocked like good god you know that way it's like yeah. you're, you mean so little to me I don't even want you to follow me anymore it's I know. just like when we had our friend break up with each mm. other, we never blocked. No. Never unfollowed. Never. never. I mean, we may have stopped liking pics. Yeah, but... Of each other's pics, but never. The, a block would have been completely random. I just find, like, you know, so Lindsay and I were talking about the whole Gal Pals episode, and I think, I mean, hopefully one of the reasons it was popular is because we hope to give you guys... Oops, sorry. We hope to give you guys some hope that, like, you can still get friends again. Like, Lindsay and I didn't speak for the guts of a year, and yeah. just, it's like nothing ever happened. You and don't... we missed out pinnacle moments of each other's life. Yeah. Like, I mean, you were traveling, you were in New York, I was in a relationship getting pregnant. Yeah. All crazy shit. Yeah. So, but we still made it through. Yeah. And look at us now. Yeah. So, and that, to me, is where the blocking is just so feckin' awkward, because if you had blocked me or if I had blocked you... You have to do the awkward, okay, I'm going to unblock you now. And then we follow each other again. That's why I don't unfollow bitches who I'm not friends with anymore. I have been blocked by a friend before. And then we did have the unblocking when we became back friends. Yeah. And it is just awkward. And also it kind of comes up on other people's social media. Like, Lindsay is now following this person. And they're like, what? She's following her friend for yeah. six and then years. All of a sudden it's like in, you know in stone like oh my god they're back friends again it's like yeah it's just unnecessary drams so about the email okay so what was interesting we thought about that email is that they became friends via their shared shit boyfriends yes and so obviously they were both going out with guys the guys were friends and they were kind of introduced by the boyfriends Mm. and then because they weren't in great relationships the girls kind of bound together and had this connection via that so that's it's great when you meet a gal pal and you just have this instant like glue together um but then obviously the whole like friends with the boyfriend thing like I've been in that situation like my first boyfriend 
uh, I became friends with all of his friends, girlfriends. And like when you're in the relation, it's so fun because mm-hmm. like you feel like you've this big group and like there's all these gals who know loads about your relationship so they can help you and you think they have your back. I mean, hopefully they do and blah, blah, blah. But it's almost like an, it's like another level of the gal pal breakup where you're, you didn't even have a fight and you want to break up. You broke up with your fella, but all of a sudden these girls are still going out with their boyfriends and your ex. You don't want to be going out with that head wrecker anymore. You don't want to be going out having a fight outside feckin' Abracababra no. at 4am screaming at each and other. And you don't want to be hearing about him. Like, I mean, if you've full on broken up, you're done, you're mm-hmm. dusted. You don't want to be like, oh my goodness, did you hear who Adam kissed at the weekend? And then you're like, are, were you my gal pal? Or are you like trying to make me feel horrible right now? And it's hard to separate yourself. Like if, you, if you've separated yourself from a relationship and you still want to be friends with the people that you had made whilst in that relationship who were connected to that, but you don't want to be involved with that relationship. So it's kind of like threaded, like, you know, because mm-hmm. you want to kind of block out that guy, but not the friends that you made by that yeah. guy. And then even if you do end up like going out with the old friends you have you also kind of know what you did is going to get back to your ex so yeah. like you can go out with your old friends and then you can all of us like everything's grand but then this, the minute you want to start like getting with other lads mm-hmm. they'll probably tell their boyfriend and their 100%. father will tell your ex and then you might get texts off the ex so that's where obviously you know not obviously what happened here but like that's kind of what happens it's like all of a sudden you don't have those friends anymore it's the shift of loyalty because you know they were friends together but they also had their boyfriends Mm -hmm. and obviously girls tell their boyfriend stuff yeah and you know that actually could be a great podcast yes the podcast of how not to tell your boyfriend anything because it will bite (laughs) you in the ass um but basically okay so how should we talk about this like what do you think what advice would you give I mean, it's really awkward because I think she needs to kind of like just reach out in some way, but then it's the whole blocking thing. It's like, I mean, to quote you, it's beheading. <laughs> Modern day <The> beheading. beheading. <laughs> <laughs> so like, what would you, I mean, what would you say to her? How Should she reach out or should she forget about it? I think there is all, like if you, I always am a believer in if you have this need within you, to talk to someone what is the point in not reaching out in some shape or form because the majority of the time they feel the same yeah like no one wants to break up a friendship that had this amazing connection where you both were great gal pals Mm -hmm. so I just don't understand I've always just lived by the rule even if they're like never contact me you know people say crazy things but if you have this longing to say something, like, it sounds like she doesn't have closure. Mm-hmm. Like, she doesn't know what happened and that it was this kind of just passive-aggressive. That's, But there was obviously something behind that. Like, mm-hmm. f- from reading the email, for me, it kind of seems like, because they were both going out with the boy, the friends, that they were automatically going to be seeing each other a lot. And then their lives changed. And that's kind of-ish what happened with us. Like, yeah. You know, we automatically were seeing each other all the time. And then I met, I got a boyfriend and it kind of shifted our hangout time. So I guess it's the kind of a little bit the same with that. Yeah, it is. And because they like, must have been hanging out every weekend. Exactly. And she has a new boyfriend. So. And it's like all of a sudden they probably have to make a bit more effort to see each other. Because it's like 
all of a sudden you're not just seeing each other because you're with your boyfriend like how handy you go see your fella and you see your best friend but now it's like uh awkward so I mean unfortunately I think like the boat is missed for that because you've already had the kind of awkward like fight or whatever or whatever the fact but it still can be rebuilt because what I think what should have happened is that yes it was going to be an awkward time because breakup like obviously if you know the girl would have been somewhat involved in the breakup because of her boyfriend and like you said, when you're all going out and you're friends with the friends, girlfriends and all that, they're going to be a lot more involved in your relationship yeah. than separate friends. Mm-hmm. So she'll have her opinions and, you know, her different sides. So it's kind of about rebuilding and that's what friendships are. Like, you you can't just be sailing along. It's like when you're in school. If you're in school and you have, like, your group of gals, you're always seeing each other, but then you leave school and you're in different colleges and you have to make a more conscious effort, like we will see each other every second Saturday. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, that can be awkward and it can be hard. But like, I think in this situation, I think it's totally doable. I mean, look, I know you're blocked. Make a feckin' fake Instagram account. That's (laughs) what I would do. I've got three Instagram accounts. (laughs) Like, I've heard, like, look, we've all been blocked and we've still managed to get around. Yeah. You know, I've heard of girls, like, emailing parents to yeah. get fired. Like, and, like, you probably have her email address. Yeah, probably, totally. And, like, you know, you're probably not blocked on, like, iMessage. You might be blocked on WhatsApp. Doubtful, though. But, like, you know what mm. I mean? You, you'll be able to text them and contact them in some way. And, like, you know, at least if you know, like, if you reach out to her, you've thrown a bone. Like, yeah. you've, you, you've really reached out. And at least then you have some sort of closure as in, like, I've done everything yeah. I can do. But you don't want to be the person who, you know, in five years you don't want to randomly bump into her and then all of a sudden hear like her being like, oh, I was just wanted you to reach out. You know, it's like you may as well try. Like yeah. at least at that point, you know, you've kind of done all you can. And if she doesn't respond, then like it's shit and it's annoying that it's like the ball is in her court. But at least you know. At least you know. And at least then you're like, right tried everything it didn't work but maybe in a year she'll read back on that email or that text and be like actually feck and you just kind of have to also always keep yourself I mean if you want to open to like whatever she's going to say or when she reaches out because that is the scary thing about reaching out Mm. because I mean they obviously you have your opinion on like how she handled things but she probably has a total different opinion and then you know, if you do meet up, you'll have to kind of say, like, it could be a kind of fighty thing. But then hopefully it's been long enough time, like a year, did it say? Mm. That hopefully just the dust has settled. Yeah. And you could maybe more rationally speak about it after having that huge and gap of time. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, there is the gap of time so that maybe you don't have to talk about what happened. You and know you what I mean? Fresh. Just reach out. I If I was you, I would just reach out and be like, hey... I really miss hanging out. I know shit went down. That's kind of what happened with me and Linz. Like, yeah. you reached out to me and it was just kind of like, hey, look. And by the time I read that message, the minute I read it, I was like, I don't give a feck what happened. Yeah, I know. Why did I randomly pretend? I didn't even randomly pretend. It was just that the awkwardness of not talking. So she might be in the exact same position being like, Ugh, it's so awkward we haven't spoken. It's all, sometimes all it takes is one person to go, hey, I miss us being friends. Like that email that you sent, I would love to get that from oh an ex-best friend yeah. to be like, you know, I still love you and yeah. I miss our time and knowing that like, because she must be longing for that too. So I would like to know that yeah. they were also. And I think with me, when I like reached out to you, I was probably afraid of like you coming at me with your um series of events. Yeah. You know, like if I was like, 
like in the email she's kind of saying for example about the like we used to bitch about this girl yeah and now she's friends with her i don't think that needs to be brought up to be honest no, i think i mean like that if this girl is writing to the friend she's probably maybe a bit afraid that she's gonna yeah you know what's coming for me exactly. like when i wanted to write to you i was just like are you gonna give out to me because yeah. fighting is you don't really so know annoying and when it has been a year you're so far removed from that person and mm. their life you don't really know what has been going on like i mean for all you you think as the other person in the friend breakup for all you know the other person's like feck them they're a wanker i don't want to fucking talk to them anymore like you know what i yeah. mean or like i get that whole thing where it's like she's hanging out now with all these people that you guys used to like bitch about so is she now bitching to them about you and mm. but the thing is is like you know we always talk about like vulnerability when you show a vulnerability I think like if you're a sound bitch you'll be open to it yeah and you know I have been reached out by people who I used to be friends with in a non-vulnerable and annoying way and it was more how do you mean well like I, you know, I've been reached out to people where it's more they're trying to, like, get their point across. Get the last kind of... Yeah, kind of get the, like, hey, um, you know, hope everything's okay, but just so you know, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, that's not cute. It, it's, it's not about... If you're trying to make amends, make amends. 100%. So I think from reading that email, like, I would love to receive it, apart from the fact of maybe saying... The Zara address... I, I mean, know, the present or whatever, I would just drop it. That. Like, you can't say... You can't kind of say how she like she felt like this or she did this because of that because you don't really know she just obviously I mean it may have been passive aggressive but if someone's coming to you and saying you were passive aggressive then I can imagine she would be defensive and be like well I wasn't it just didn't fit and then that's going to just be opening up a can of worms and at this talking point, about useless stuff that's not going to progress anything at this point it's point at this moment in time it's pointless it's a pointless argument to have it's like you have to either if you want to you know talk about the fight don't reach out but if you want to be friends again just reach out and be like hey i miss you yeah hey i miss you i'm hate how things went down and i want to i would love to try rebuild a friendship yeah. like when jenny and i like met back up again like because we made up when you were in new york yeah and then when you came back we met up and we didn't like meet up for the first time and sit down and have a drink and be like what i found no. enraging because that's not gonna help anything we had a great chat when we yeah. first met up just kept it really loose and easy catching up like getting to know each other just reacquainted again and then over time i guess small things came out but it was never like we need to sit down and discuss no. this issue and how we disagreed because that's gonna just that's literally just creating a fight it's just like flogging a dead horse you yeah. know it's just like we both know what happened we because we're two different people we both have different stories of what happened thankfully Lindsay and I never went down the route and it doesn't sound like you guys did either of like name calling or screaming or anything or having a big fight even exactly it just kind of like fizzled and went uh, awkward so you're kind of in a good position to move on because Mm. there are probably gal pal breakups where it's like you do get vicious and blocking isn't the worst thing that happened and you might have said shit that you regret but if you're in that position where you can just ignore that Maybe feck the lads, feck the feckin' blocking, screw mm. Instagram, who the feck cares, just try and meet up for a drink. And, yeah. And just, like, talk as if it's normal. Don't be like, so, my point number one is just, yeah. you know, 
you just kind of have to move on from things as you get older and it's not all about who's right and who's who's like a record of events was more accurate and who was passive aggressive you said you wouldn't do this and then you did it and like what about the times we hated that person like that's just all irrelevant and like you were saying I mean the worst thing would have been probably and I'd say this is why you haven't reached out so far is that you seem to be afraid of having this big blowout fight and her saying stuff and then you trying to defend yourself because you have a different opinion of how shit went down but and I was totally fearful with that with Jenny that we would just because I we'd never had a massive blowout fight and we'd never said really horrible like words to each other or even just had an aggressive kind of vicious war of words And I didn't want that because mm-hmm. then... Then it's done. Yeah. Because I was worried that like if I reach out and then we have this big fight and we're like, you did this, but you did that. No, I fucking didn't. But then it's literally killing it. And that's that, the kind of fear. To me, that's like... As the person who reaches out, to me, you set the tone of how it's going to go. Yeah. So by taking ownership of reaching out, you're also kind of like responsible for how it's going to go. So... You know, you're in control though of because the reason that why we didn't get into a big fight is because you didn't reach out with, hey, look, I know you hate me. It wasn't an no, aggressive. Like I could have been like, yeah, I, we didn't. I didn't. I was just like, we haven't talked. I know things went weird. And I didn't you were get like, into it. You were also like, like, by the way, I'm pregnant, and I was like, yeah, okay, I can hardly like, fucking angry with my pregnant I, friend. I know. <laughs> I was like, I'm pregnant. Please be friends with me again. Help. Like, but I was pregnant and I was just like, whoa, I don't want to freaking be pregnant and not be able to tell my BFF. And like, like you know, sometimes there are moments like that in life, like where that kind of puts it in per- into perspective. Totally. It can be just like you, you know, you've got a new fella now and you're clearly really happy with them and you want to share that with someone who you used to be happy with. So, you know, I think as I, as I was saying earlier, you're in control of how it's going to go. And if you reach out. That's a great point. Very neutrally and safe and like mm-hmm. nice and as we say, create a safe space for her to say what she wants. I think you. It's really hard to then come back really aggressive. One hundred percent. So if I like, like how I went about it and what worked for us, and like definitely what hasn't worked, like you were saying for you when people have kind of falsely, you know, been the person to text or whatever, reach out, but done it in a kind of like. I know you were incredibly jealous of me and kind of you like <laughs> it's like a dick but I am happy to move on and I would like to meet up for a drink like that's not inviting no. in any which way but if you're just like basically kind of I miss you can we yeah. meet up for a drink that's just a nice text to get just and being like, like yeah being like we said vulnerable forgetting about who's gonna win because you're both losing if you're not friends yeah exactly so, exactly and you know the worst can happen is she doesn't reply and you're still not friends yeah the worst that can happen is nothing changes which is shit but at least you know and at least you tried and like she can't really attack you if you don't attack her with like slurs of like you know jealousy or you did that if you're just totally open and just basically saying the nice things so girl hope you do it and let us know if you do it please do if it works yeah um we we actually are kind of like experts on this situation. I've had I a couple of friend breakups in my time and I'm sure we'll get into it on other podcasts. Um, but some have got back and some haven't and it's definitely that vulnerability and just being real. Yeah. Once you both just kind of let your defences down mm-hmm. and like just forget about the silly things that you were fighting about. Mm-hmm. And it's like the same with even relationships, you know? Yeah. You can't be battling forever. Yeah. You just sometimes, sometimes have to no say... Sometimes no one wins. Let's just leave it there. Yeah. We, without saying, we both know we disagree. Yeah. Different opinions. Just get over it. Yeah. Basically. So anyway, 
Okay, y'all. So um, we've got a fucking amazing episode coming up for you guys. We're um, so excited. For about once, this one. it's like not completely about boys. Boys, boys, boys. <laughs> no, thank you. We don't need you. Can you die off already? Yes. So in this week's episode, we are talking about that age-old term of comparison kills. Yes, it's going to be really interesting and we have some points that I think you're really going to connect with. Yes. But so. what we're going to do is have a little break. Hell yeah. response but um yeah totally just because it's interesting you have different um experiences I do so definitely hit us up hit us up hit us up um so yeah so tonight tonight today this morning whatever feckin time we're listening to this mm-hmm. we're talking about that feckin saying that your mom always says to you comparison kills don't compare yourself to no one. don't be comparing yourself it'll only kill you but it's freaking true like, comparison kills, and that's what we're talking about. Like, we were saying, it's a step away from the breakups, the makeups, the boyfriends, the cheating. We're just talking about, like, daily gals living life, comparing, yes. and how yes. freaking hard it is. So, like, Lindsay and I, we ain't old. We're young bitches. But mm-hmm. we are, there was kind of um, a generation kind of shift in culture from when we were, like, teenagers because we know we've got like maybe a lot of uh, listeners who are probably under the age of like 20 Mm -hmm. and when we were teenagers the kind of like things you aspire to I think were way different it was always very far away like I remember being like I want to be Leonardo DiCaprio's wife and I want to be like a famous pop star in a girl band it was like yeah because that's what we were seeing that was like that was rich yeah you know like That, that was like kind of the closest thing to attainable of fame that you could get I was convinced I was going to be Eminem's wife (laughs) I was just like I don't know how I was just kind of convinced myself I was going to meet him and he was going to fancy me me too I had a math breakdown of um, Leonardo DiCaprio and how old he was and I was like he is exactly 10 years older than me so that means when I'm 21 he is going to be 31 it's grand grand. it is grand on feck's sake I know a girl who scored him wish it was me hold on but but the thing about Leonardo DiCaprio, and I can't believe you know somebody scored him. I know. We'll talk about that off podcast, but yeah. you can mail us and we'll tell you the truth. <laughs> but now he's not cute. Like, Eminem now is like a bloated old oaf. I and Leonardo DiCaprio, like, he's like, the earth, whilst he's so not good to the earth himself. Is he not? I saw one article, I didn't read it, but I, the headline alluded <laughs> to that anyway. Well, no, he's a private jet and he's talking about, like... Anyway. anyway, sorry Leo, if you're listening, we love what you're doing we for the planet. Us. But I mean, either way, 
his style is not cute and like he for me he was the 90s like literal heartthrob like yeah. my vagina would throb but now I look at him and I'm like to be honest I still fancy the art self in my really? yeah I still, still fancy him but anyway like, not about boys okay, not about boys not about boys <laughs> yeah comparison kills so what we were saying like when well when I grew up I would come home from school turn on MTV and shows like um, there was that show MTV Cribs mm. which you'd get to look around the gaffs and you'd obviously be in your freaking gaff that wasn't a mansion yeah and you had that like was a what? regular fridge not one of those double fridges yes. full of Diet Coke and I was I always know. like why don't we have that <laughs> and like oh, the perfect fridge and they're gorgeous like they're sauna and just loaded living mm. in LA and, and even though you kind of wish you had it it was still so far away and such a like so Dis- far removed just and unattainable a distant thing these were like rappers living in Beverly Hills and you'd be kind of like oh, I wish I had that but like it was kind of grand that you lived in a semi-detached yeah. house and you know played on the road with your friends it wasn't on your doorstep it yeah. wasn't like you were living next to Macy Gray and she had a stunning gaff and you didn't now I think young people have it so different because all of a sudden this fecker you went to secondary school with lives with her man Fingless but is hashtag influencer and they are portraying their life in such a like I agree. curated way so like the first thing we're going to talk about is like how social media has just kind of changed the game of comparison I mean I really don't envy young women of today having no. to be in school and not only be in school but like taking selfies getting that banging selfie getting that good outfit like there's oh it's just I can't even begin to think the pressure that must be on you yeah like I mean like we were saying like MTV Cribs was our keyhole into like a glamorous life life you know that was unattainable no one on our road had that no one we knew was like no like some obviously your friends some were more loaded some had my 60 jeans and you had Penny's jeans but like you know now it's like people are like you said curating their life to make it look absolutely stunning and you're oh. just like how the hell does she do that I and know why don't I have that and yeah. how did she get it and it's it's so easy to slip into that kind of mindset of like no but that is their life even though like you kind of know you're like but I post shit all the time like like it's like this portrayal of like a Pinterest house and like you shouldn't have that when you're like minding I just think that it it's so much closer to a lot of young women and people at the moment like that perfect life it's like very close because it's like oh my god you know your woman she lives down the road from here she just got like a free feckin samsung phone because she's an influencer mm. and it's all of a sudden like oh wait what she got it what the fuck How and do i, I get also that? think like because i bring my kids to school on the bus every morning and i see like all secondary school girls getting on and one will have like the iphone S, the one with the colored e back oh, and yeah. then another will have like the iPhone 7 plus <laughs> like when I was in school you had the 3210 yeah. full stop Remember. everyone had the same phone yeah. there was no like the only thing that you could do is get different covers but mm-hmm. like there was no like different price mm-hmm. like now it's like you have to have the best phone and even I'm looking at kids I'm like how the hell does this girl in fourth year have an iPhone 7 plus and I'm rocking an iPhone 6 thinking I'm great. Yeah. Like. It's mad. And it, it's just, but it's, it must just get into your head so much because like, I know it gets into my head. I, most of the time I look at it because, you know, I have a full-time job and I'm like working away and trying to do all this shit. And all of a sudden I'll see people who are like 
I know they work in like these random jobs, but they have all this feckin' money to be buying all this random shite. And one thing that I see the most is like the whole influencer thing and the like designer objects that they have. Ugh. It's like the, Girl. the new influencer starter pack. Like, do you even influence if you don't have... First, it was one designer bag. Now, you're no one because it's clearly you just bought yourself one designer bag. You have to have, like, eight. Oh, I totally agree. Like, I mean... I mean, yes. Like, I follow people and I see that, whoa, she just got a Givenchy bag. Weird. How did she afford that? And then I'm thinking in my head and trying to kind of make it okay in my head. I'm like, okay, well, obviously she just ate coconut noodles for five months. <laughs> solid and then was able to afford this yeah but then a few months later she's like he he new zeline bag yeah and you're like hold on how i'm not even like able to buy two dresses from top shop in a month how are these people saving grand and i'm just trying to configure it and i'm like what am i doing wrong yeah. like, what are they because they still seem to be going out they still seem to be eating in glam places they still have stunning outfits how is it actually possible and they're so casually just putting yeah. up being like treated myself and I'm like I treated myself to what extra guac <laughs> let alone like a cash freaking YSL I brunch. know and it's like I don't know just the way that it's portrayed like that kind of nonchalance like oh, <laughs> look look what I just got it's like if I fucking bought anything designer I'd be literally rolling on the floor for months I'd have a, I'd be afraid to bring it out for the first two months just taking pics in my room with the feckin bag I'm like that with my 100 euro Zara bag I'm like oh Jesus did it get a scratch better I mean, put it on the table for me um like obviously okay well we were talking about how it gets in our own head yeah for me like constantly seeing images of designer 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 for a while I'd say about three four months ago totally got into my head and I was just like inwardly monologuing to myself saying I'm gonna try and save I want a Chanel bag I just had it in my head yeah or a machine bag whatever I was just like I want a bag a designer bag I'll feel complete I can just wear shit outfits but I'll have my designer bag that will make me feel great and then um I got it into my head. Okay, I was like, that's not really attainable because I have freaking no money ever left over, let alone to have a casual 7K or whatever the hell yeah. for Givenchy bag. And so then I decided, what's more attainable? Designer sunglasses. And then I thought, okay, will I get Fendi? And they were still like 300 euro. So then I kind of found a designer that I could afford. Yeah. It was a cool designer and it was like an independent designer. I was like, yeah, that's what I'll get. That will make me feel so cool. I'll be different everything will be great and I'll have my designer glasses and I got them and I bought them online and they cost me about 90 euro which is expensive as fuck for me and I was dying for them to come and then they came and I put them on my face and I was like I love these glasses but like they do not make me feel what I thought I was Mm. gonna feel and it's the same when I got my iPhone 6 like before well, I had the iPhone 5 and I was just in my head I was like once I get that 6 I'm going to feel so together I'm going to feel so like I've made it I'm powerful and then I get it and I'm like oh it's just basically a little bit bigger than the 5 yeah. like it doesn't change my life it doesn't make me feel really any different so then I just kind of like stripped it back to myself and was like okay let's look at a designer for me it was designer bags because I was just constantly being bombarded you, with yeah, you had it in your head yeah like. that's just what got in my head yeah and I was just felt like people looked great with them mm-hmm. but then I mean I went on like 
I went on the Chanel website. I was just like being a freak, literally pricing the things. Mm. And then they're like lambskin and that kind of freaked me out. I was mm. like, you are just kind of carrying around a baby lamb that you spent, what, seven grand or three grand. And it's just For like, me, that affects me. Yeah. And like for me, it's like I find the funny thing about it is that all of a sudden that amount of money becomes very small in your head. Like I remember being like, oh, maybe I want a designer bag. And I've, the Chanel bags, I've never been mad into. And I always just was like, whoa, they're so expensive. Like maybe when I'm like, I don't know. They don't really go in my style, I feel. But anyway, I wasn't, didn't have it in my head. But what I, I remember being like, oh my God, this Givenchy bag. It's like, I can't remember how much it was, like two grand or something. And I was like, okay, fucking deadly. Like that is not that much money. And like Mm. thinking about it and being like, okay, I'll put away for 10 months, I'll put away 200 euro and then I'll be able to trot into Brent Thomas (laughs) and buy my Givenchy bag and blah, blah, blah. And I had it like in my head, in my head. And I was so obsessed with it. And focused on it. Yeah. And just being like, oh my God. And then like my friend went to Dubai and she went to the markets over there for like the fake (laughs) shit. Got the same bag, 60 euro. No. Unreal. And I was just like, a fake one. I don't know if it's fake. Sometimes those ones are robbed. I don't know. But anyway, that's like a different story. Yeah. Because it's literally unreal. Like really? not like the lining, everything perfect. But and there are lots of companies who are just doing yeah, insanely amazing. good fakes. Well, the thing is, is that the fakes come from, usually what it is, is that they sell them black market from the same factory. So it's just this, a defect in it and they sell yeah. it, they sell it off. Anyway, but I remember looking at her bag and being like, it's stunning. It's a gorgeous bag. Mm-hmm. But, is it worth 2,000 euro? Like, totally. fucking hell. Like, the minute I thought that, I was like, that is literally what I work for a month for. Like? On one bag that, like, I mean, it was just mad. So you kind of got out of your head then? Yeah, because when I saw her one that was the exact same that cost her 60 quid, and, like, she was like, yeah, it's grand, yeah. And I was like, that's a normal response to have to a bag. Not these people who are literally putting... Worshipping Worshipping it and, like, sending them off to the feckin', like, boutiques in Italy to get brushed. It's just, like... And it is, like, I mean, like, it's the same for me. Like, I had... I have a friend who has a Chanel bag. And I'd actually physically, like, not been up close to one. Mm. And she came over wearing it. And I was like, let me hold it as if it was, like, a newborn baby. And I was like... And I held it. And it wasn't really weighty. Like it had a little flap like a normal bag and it kind of totally like just resonated like reality kicked in and I just kind of so saw the whole bag thing in a different light I was kind of just like to me now it's kind of gross like this is personally for me yeah to spend that much money on a bag and for me it didn't make any difference and I think like it's kind of a bad habit to get into unless you're like on Paris Hilton's kind Mm. of type of money and that's the thing that like these like a lot of these girls out here are spending all of their money on this shit but but on social media are portraying themselves as if it's like oh here's a little little present you know feeling spendy on a sunday it's like no you weren't no you're not you literally worked your arse off in your retail job you haven't been paying your mom any rent you live in her box room like you've been putting away money i would respect it more if people were like oh my god like dying like who knows like what what have you been doing sitting your mom and dad down and being like okay i need this bag like are you convincing yourself that it will up your social media stats or your like will you get more friends like what is the point and then for what the one selfie because after a while when you're always wearing it 
you're just that bitch with the one Chanel bag and it's like yeah. that's your oh, what that's your thing you've got totally. a Chanel bag and I was kind of the same with the Chanel thing like Chanel is not my style at all the thing about Chanel for me is like my granny could have Chanel my mum could have Chanel um you know it's just so basic yeah. to be honest it's like it's just a basic it's bag not, that costs fuck loads of money and, like, and Coco Chanel didn't make your bag yeah some randomer from NCID fashion yeah exactly it's like some randomers are literally probably putting the stitching in your bag and like Chanel have just like from a marketing perspective literally priced their bags like gold because their bags go up in value every year it's just a thing and it, I mean I know you always hear this like it's just a thing like blah 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 but I think when you really it's so easy is what we're trying to say to get wrapped up in that mentality of like oh my god I need that I need that like well like now more than ever mm. with social media consumerism has just exploded yeah. and I am totally like I wouldn't say I'm totally brainwashed yeah but I definitely see myself getting influenced and not only wanting like you know like say my makeup bag has like built up so oh much and I'm not god. like you love makeup I'm not massive into makeup yeah. but I will buy it and I will need that and I will need that little brush and I will need that other highlighter for the underneath my eye and the I one know. for my top brow and it's just constant I'm not fulfilled I want to buy more clothes more makeup yeah. more everything and that and then, happened to me as well like when I first started to get into like beauty youtubers and stuff um I remember like <laughs> hey I'm Ryan Reynolds at Mint Mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Going on fucking sprees buying makeup. I remember like when I was like, when I first started wearing makeup and from then up until I was like 24, honestly, I had one little makeup bag and I had like mascara, eyeliner, foundation and some bronzer. And that was it. And I went through those four products and would replace them. Now, I am not... When I started to get into those beauty YouTubers, all of a sudden, yeah, well, normal to have seven foundations. <laughs> it's normal to have, like, 15 uh, eyeshadows. And all of a sudden, I felt like, feck, I don't have a feckin', like, eyeshadow palette. Like, I need an eyeshadow palette. Or those, like, perspex, like, the see-through little drawers. I have two of them now because I've got so many feckin' lip products. And it's like, I was I lucky enough for ages I worked in beauty and I got a load of makeup from that. But I was still buying all the other shit. And now I'm literally... I, it's like you have to ask yourself the question do you like the fucking naked palette or do you just want the naked palette to do the fucking swatches on your arm yeah and, and to tell your mate and to be, like, be a prinks with your naked palette yeah. like because what's that other one n7 like would you be yeah exactly like, scarls or whatever like, ask yourself the question like 
you know, is it marketing that's getting to me? Because I think so many people don't realize that. And like, I work in that industry. So it's, I can always kind of see, you know, and as we said, like Mm. no hate to the influencers for what they're doing. But like, I do think there is a thing where like a lot of them aren't being very honest with a lot of their followers of how they make money. And Mm -hmm. like, that's just annoying because you're getting influenced on social media to buy this product. And you're not like ask yourself as well and this is what I have how I've kind of got out of the whole like focusing on that and really like over the past year and I think it's helped me as well me being on social media like I've kind of just learned that you know it was not going to fulfill me Mm -hmm. it was just this unquenchable thirst Mm -hmm. like I never would have been satisfied yeah satisfied and you see it with the influencers like they get the Givenchy bag but then three months later, it's a YSL. Like, it's constant. It's never-ending consumerism. You know, it's never-ending beauty products. It's never-ending. It's always something else. Mm-hmm. And it's like... And that happened to me with the makeup as well. Because mm. all of a sudden, like, I got the naked palette. And then I started watching beauty influencers. And they were getting these 100 euro eyeshadow palettes. They were, like, really expensive. And I was like, oh, that's the one I need. And it was like, it is always a step up. And until you accept that you're just constantly going to be feeding into it because there's yeah. always a better shoe you can get. There's always, you know, yeah, you have your one Chanel bag, but you're not a real influencer until you also have a Louis Vuitton bag and a Givenchy bag or you're not cool enough until you have three designer bags. It's not, like, like I said, it's just, it's unquenchable. Yeah. So like, that's when you kind of need to take a step back and be like, hold on, what is, what makes me feel fulfilled in life? Like, because like I said, when I got those glasses, when I, I thought I was going to feel, ah, yeah. And I didn't. Yeah. I just felt Em- like not like to be like literally emo right now but I felt like empty it didn't give me this big like yeah. burst of like oh yes it's that I thought de- it was going to it's almost to. depressing You're I like, know no, I was like oh my goodness <laughs> I wasted money on that like now I'm kind of like I'm into skincare mm-hmm. and I'm into like investing in just good food because I'm kind of thinking that's a lot more attainable yeah. like if I'm investing in skincare and hair care and then food that's nourishing me then I'm gonna look more beautiful yeah. and feel more confident in my own skin and that's something that you cannot buy yeah. or put on. Like, and there's so much that you can't buy. And like, you know, I think, you know, another thing that I see, I remember reading this article and it was like, I mean, it was something that it was kind of funny. It showed another generation gap because I was kind of like, I understand this. But mm-hmm. like, obviously the person writing the article didn't. They were just kind of talking about young girls or guys as well would post a selfie and delete it if it doesn't get enough likes. And I was kind of like, I've seen myself do that like I have there's been times where like I've taken a gorge pic myself and Mm -hmm. I've been like oh my god I'm looking freaking unreal and I'll post on Instagram I'm like here we go shit's about to pop off (laughs) my phone's about to blow up and I'm literally sitting there like okay guys hope you're ready for it and sitting there and literally they're trickling in and it's like my mom Oh my goodness, I do that. Like, what I do, I'll like, I'll tease myself. Yeah, I'll like, put the phone yeah, down. I'll, put it I'll down. be like, I'll come back to you in five minutes and we'll see where we're at. Yeah, hang on, I'll get a drink because I'm going to be yeah. watching this for a while. And I pick up my phone and I'm refreshing and refreshing. Like, Instagram must be down. Three likes. And I'm like, what? Is my Wi Fi? Yeah, I'm what like, Instagram f- is clearly down. Once again, when I fucking post the selfie, and it's like, all of a sudden, you're barely scraping 11. And you're, you're and it's been up for twenty minutes. Yeah. And all of a sudden, this photo that made me feel so confident when I took it, I feel like shite. I'm like, clearly it's not good. No one's liking it. 
and I'm seeing myself like when I do that because I'm totally half I see myself from the like through the eye of the viewer yeah like first I was confident looking at myself and be like girl you yeah. Good. yeah yeah but then now because I'm not getting the validation from randomers who follow me from secondary school etc I'm like oh she like you know I'm looking from the viewer like oh do they not think oh how are they looking at it yeah and I'm like oh my god my random sock is in the background that's clearly it uh, yeah <laughs> or just like I put it up at the wrong time yeah and then I'm like, oh or my just, God, will I delete it? But then what if I delete it and put it back up and I don't get those 11 likes? The same people I don't know. get it. And it's like, all of a sudden, you're like having a social media strategy over your own freaking Instagram. I know. And Or I'll do something like I'll put a photo up on Instagram and I'll share it to my Facebook and the Instagram will get 57 likes <laughs> and my Facebook will get three. And yeah, like, and you're like... <laughs> and I feel like just caption, like commenting my own picture on Facebook. Just guys, just so you know, I actually hit 101 on uh, Insta now yeah, this was um, a pretty big deal on Instagram so, so if you guys could all <laughs> also like it on Facebook yeah. that'd be great like and I know like I've been in WhatsApp groups with gal pals who are like hey gal I just uploaded a new profile <laughs> picture could you just throw it like there and we're like yes 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 like why and then like totally then it comes back into the comparison of like if I put up a photo and I'm happy with it but it's not getting the same likes as say someone like another girl at whose Instagram I follow mm. I'm then trying to like I have tried to look at people's Instagram and the way that they take selfies or the way they dress mm-hmm. or pose or the captions what emojis do they use yeah and I'm like okay I like the way that she re- reuses that cherry emoji I yeah. like that kind of so vibe I might do that yeah and then I'll do it yeah or like hashtag a kind of funny little hashtag yeah or like I've gotten like like randomly frustrated taking selfies trying to do a pose that another girl has done <laughs> and I can't do it like and I get really annoyed I'm like fuck's sake why are my boobs looking like that and I get like literally annoyed enraged throw the phone down and like the, the day is ruined like sometimes like I will wake up feeling gorgeous and I'm like I'm gonna take a fucking selfie today like yes. I'm gonna take a selfie I'm so excited do my makeup looking unreal and I feel like mm-hmm. I'm looking gorgeous if I don't look like that on the selfie phone I'm enraged. Like, I'm like, it's yeah. a waste of makeup, a waste <laughs> of the day. Like, no one's going to get to see how freaking gorgeous I look. I know. And even though I felt great, yeah. like... All of a it, sudden... I don't have the evidence. <laughs> so what's the point? And that's the whole social media thing. It's like, do you even have this Chanel bag if you don't post it on Instagram? Yeah. I yeah. personally think it's way freaking cooler when I see a girl, like, living her life and then randomly she has a Chanel bag. Yeah, Instead totally. of making this big post about it, because no matter how fucking nonchalant and aloof you try and come across, it's kind of obvious that you're like, I got a fucking Chanel bag, everyone has to like it. And if yeah. it doesn't get a thousand likes, they're going to be freaking out. Yeah. And like something that I always used to see, and I know you have too, because we've fucking talked about it. Okay, is like the like when we're talking about like making a big deal on social media and how uncool it is, the Christmas flat leg. The flat lay. He done good. <laughs> it ain't Christmas. That's honestly, fuck Santa Claus. That's what I love doing now on Christmas Day. Yeah. Going through that same Facebook, Facebook at like, like 6 p.m. Nothing is more cringy and just makes me feel like the Grinch more than going on Facebook and slagging the shit out of all your posts. <laughs> and that bitch. And I'm sorry. It's like that whole thing we were talking about with the secret WhatsApp group. 
if you're living, if you're posting those pics and you're not hearing anyone saying anything to you, I'm sorry, you best believe there is a WhatsApp group screenshotting 100%. that. You can't like, be, like, it's just mortifying. Like, okay, to describe it, if you aren't yeah. on a level. Okay. okay, so basically, now with social media, you know, there's this new way of captioning your photos. There's this new way, like, you know, say, when people are going away on holidays, everyone puts up that, like, obligatory mm-hmm. airport pick of the two drinks or like you know eyebrows on fleek you know you, yeah, you read the, these things now and they just kind of are regurgitated regurgitated and they're lodged in your mind and you understand what they are but it's the kind of thing that when your mom sees she's like what the hell does fleek mean and, and you have to be like off mom yeah fleek off my eyebrows <laughs> are fleeky today <laughs> I know and then it's yeah and it's totally like it's just like these like comp- like there's these set like, standards yeah. and one of them is the Christmas Day flat lay. Yeah, the showing off your prezzies. Yeah, which is like, and it's specifically from your boyfriend. Yes. Straight girls that is are like, doing it. So the comparison of that is like... Ugh. Yeah, because it's like, first of all, it's that thing again of the whole nonchalance. As in like, I, I think you're the same. I've seen a lot of girls put up feckin' pictures mm-hmm. of their boyfriend buying them like a Bobby Brown brush set and like <laughs> shit that like I'm sorry your boyfriend is not picking out you have been hinting at this brush set because you're like Bobby yeah. Brown brushes are the fucking best brushes make sure you get the real hair ones I don't want the synthetic ones yeah. and I want the face kit because I have enough eye brushes anyway and it's like you're literally telling them but then when you post the pic it's like he done good as if feckin Sean went into Brown Thomas and was like I know what she's gonna yeah and it's totally like the whole Instagram versus reality thing it's like yeah you may be putting up the post and being like got a little bit spoiled today (laughs) but then it's like maybe behind the scenes she was like um, so have you been to Brown Thomas yet? Because I'm like, <laughs> I really want that. And like, I'm I'm after spending today 500 fucking euro in your present and you're going to fucking love it. Yeah. So you better believe that you should get me something equaling to that. Yeah. Okay? And it's like, you might want it, but like, do you really want it in that way? That you're laying the hints and like, and but then that's the thing it's like you do it you get it you post the pic and it's like he probably feels you know who knows I don't have a fellow who does this kind of shit like and we also don't um, entertain no. like, we don't flat lay our presents I've never flat laid a prezi in my life but I have been given sometimes a present and felt like okay thank you so much I love the present but do like have you ever got a present that's kind of like social me- media e yeah. like say a bunch of flowers with like a ribbon around them yeah, and, and you're a like, little mm-hmm. like and you're like do you want me to like, understand am, this and it's like am do I, I gonna have be to? and you're kind of hovering the phone over it like I've done it before <laughs> I hovered the phone I've taken the picture and I've been like oh, <laughs> I can't do it am I going here is this my life now <laughs> like am I taking the pic because I know it's gonna look freaking unreal on my Instagram. But, but am I going here? And then, like, to be honest, I always bottle it. I there's something that just it. doesn't sit well with me either. Like, I I get some, like, like for my birthday, Jimmy got me, like, really nice presents. And, like, he did, like, up the room when I came out. And, like, it was all G. And I was like, yeah. wow, I really... But I just would have felt really embarrassed to flat lay, like, the underwear and the <laughs> products and everything that he'd given me. And then what and do then you tag him in the him and, like... Trying to come across 
really grateful, but yet that I really deserve this. And, and my, my relationship's really just, perfect. Yeah, and my boyfriend just gets this without me asking. And like, and those like kind of regurgitated captions were coming into my head like, boy done good. How can I get away with this and still live with myself? Because I just physically could not yeah. take my Calvin Klein underwear and place it on my bedspread and take a photo and just not kind of be mortified for my existence. And so like for Christmas and that, like when you're going through Facebook, it's so easy comparable. Because I remember one Christmas I saw um, a girl had posted and it was so precious. She was like, oh my goodness, best present ever at River Island bag. And she had the <laughs> biggest grin on her face and she was holding this bag and she just looked chuffed. But then like two posts underneath it, it was like, got a little bit spoiled. Or like, Merry Christmas Mr. from Santa as well. Yeah. And it was a Chanel bag. And I was just like, so that girl's going to be so chuffed with her yeah. River Island bag. And then going on and seeing, okay, she got a Chanel. I only got the River Island one. Like, yeah. It's like, oh, fuck. I didn't even know that was a freaking option before I saw her present. And mm. like, that's the thing. It's like, you don't see all the behind the scenes with that. And it's just a really, it's a really weird kind of like balancing where it's like, you're trying to look, come across cool. Nothing's cool about that, first of all. I'm sorry. You're never going to be cool if you're posting those posts. Flat lays. The flat lays smug. The smugness. Like, whatever if you're actually chuffed. Fair play. Or if you're actually a blogger and flat lays, you need flat lays yeah. on Insta. But, like... <sighs> it's just... Who are you showing off to, is the question. Your boyfriend... Like, I always wonder, like... Is the, is the thanks they give the fella the same as the thanks online? You know, is it like, oh my God, Because ah! I remember seeing ones before and it was one couple and they both put up mm-hmm. flat lays and it was from the same room. So I'm like, did she, <laughs> did she like no. set it up on the bed? She took her flat lay. <laughs> then he took the flat lay. Like she tidied it all up. He took the flat lay. <laughs> and then thinking of them like awkwardly sitting on the end of the bed. Oh, like, like are you going to put in um, boy done good? Or should I put in girl done good? Or my little missy? Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Like, it's like the same room and it's like, and also, I just mad. I like. I remember I got into when I was like hardcore vegan. I really got into cooking and stuff. Mm. And I was living with Jimmy, and I was cooking, and I was like wanting to make the food look really um. <laughs> like, what's the word? Like um, Instagrammable. Yeah, Instagrammable. That's the word. Yeah. And um, like so, I'd be like, okay, dinner will be ready in five minutes. <laughs> And I would have laid down a kind of blanket, a nice pretty yeah, blanket. With like a random flower thrown in the room. Yeah. <laughs> and I scurried off into the room. And Jimmy would be like, where are you going? I'm like, leave me, be back in a minute. And like placing, and it would take, like the food would be cold. And I'd be like taking these pictures. And my plate would be like as, like coiffed or whatever. The yeah, word is. Like yeah, literally yeah. presented like a restaurant. And, he's like, and then he was just slopped on the plate. I was like, hey, eat up. And he was like, what? why is yours? And I would even, this is like, freaking, I'm being honest right now. Yeah. This is mortifying. <laughs> I would sometimes take, like, I can't I do this. I would sometimes, okay, I'd be like, the ve- the meal would be mainly vegan until I put the halloumi on. <laughs> would I photograph the halloumi? No, <laughs> So I would be like, hashtag vegan. Hashtag little bite before fucking my workout. Raw till four. Yeah, raw till four. Or just like... God knows how I was captioning it. Literally, you can go down my Insta and yeah. see. But then after I took the picture, I'd be pouring fuckloads of halloumi <laughs> cheese on it and scoffing it. 
And I was just satisfied that I still had this image yeah. of not eating the cheese. Yeah. Like, and it's like, it's the same, like, it's so funny. You get these weird cues, like, this is like off the like relation thing, but I, it, you just kind of sparked my mind. Like for a while, I remember I talked about it in another podcast. Mm-hmm. I was like so into all these fitness um, bloggers and stuff mm-hmm. like fitness YouTubers. And they would always get these freaking unreal pics in the gym. And I was like, one day I was like, <laughs> I am going to get that pic. I didn't realize how they do it. Like I thought they were like me going in with no makeup. They'd work out and then get the pic. No, no. I went in, did a full workout, sweated my arse off. Great, well done. You did a workout. That's fucking deadly. Mm-hmm. Was I happy? Enraged. Tried to get, <laughs> tried to get the pic. Big sweaty red head on me. Like just not looking cute. Like I couldn't. Like I was getting semi like scarlet in the gym because I was like, fuck, I can't get people. Yeah, I was like, I can't get the pic. I'm trying to like do the pose. I'm just, I just couldn't get it. And I was like, like so angry. And like literally went to work that day, like enraged. Not, not happy that I got up at 8 a.m. to do a freaking workout and worked out and probably, you know, getting in good shape. No, no, no. Didn't no. get the pick. Enraged. I'm not, a f- and then one time I did get the pick and I like couldn't put it up my Instagram because I was like, it doesn't fit in my Instagram vibe. I've never done this kind of yeah. vibe before. And it's just like, yeah, because it's the same, like, uh, sometimes me and my friends talk about like the sexy selfie yeah when you take a sexy selfie and you're like okay I know, like you send it to your fella or whoever you send it to and you feel you look great but like and he writes back he's like oh my god you're so hot yeah. and you're like yay I'm hot I kind of wish I could just put up my insta yeah but like <laughs> I remember my friends just like not enough that they like I just want to but then you're like how can I go from like never putting up a sexy selfie yeah. on my insta to then once like, just bombarding my friends and family with yeah. like me semi nude I know. like I really want everyone to see this picture it's like for of some me. reason you get this weird inner like need to yes. be like this is the best picture and I can't believe only one person is gonna see it and, and it's like it haunts you and it's like, sometimes you're just like Jesus Christ calm down like, and it's, all, yeah, it's also goes back to the kind of like seeing yourself through the eye of the viewer yeah like you know I can't like you know sometimes when you take a picture and your body looks a lot better than it probably is yeah and like you know your body maybe doesn't look as skinny as that or like you know sometimes I like a random shadow has gone on my stomach and I kind of look like I have a four pack (laughs) and I know I don't but I know if I put that up people will think I have a four pack and I'd be just even more satisfied that people will think I have it than having one yeah and it's like, you remember taking the picture and you're like, <gasps> like holding your breath, like sucking in, contorting your bod. And then like, when someone's like, oh my God, you're looking real. You're like, oh, thanks, babe. It's like, you're like, oh, really? Do I? Thanks. Oh, yeah. I just randomly look like that. And like, no, it is mad. But one thing actually that I want to talk about is the kind of, when we're talking about the relation thing mm-hmm. and how you randomly, I find like you randomly start wanting things without actually thinking, do you want them? I remember for a while on my social media, every fecker was getting engaged. Everyone. There was, she said yes, boy done good, coming up pics, the nails had gotten done. So this happened. Yeah. <laughs> so our weekend in Cork turned out kind of crazy. Like, or I hate the long Instagram post. <gasps> Four Can years ago been, I met this yeah. man. <laughs> he was a boy then. I can't we are believe in the four years we've moved to Canada, we've had a baby, we've bought a house, yeah. and it's just like, oh my god, yeah. I've done none of those and things. Like, for, yeah, that's the thing, and it's like, I remember, like, I would literally be going onto their Facebook profile, looking at the year that they were being born, being like, she's born in 1991 and she's engaged, I don't even know if I want to be engaged, but I was looking at these things, being like, when the 
fuck am I going to get that? Like You wanted that ring. I remember I, you talking yes. about you were just obsessed with I the ring. I was obsessed with the ring. I was like, I want that fucking ring. I want to be Kim Kardashian walking around with that in front of my face. like Hanging off hanging your finger. barely off and being like, well, yeah. And it's like, it just, it's like being around something so much sometimes just makes you be like, and like, I remember like, I kept randomly bringing it up to Michael. I didn't even want to fucking marry him, but I was just like, yeah, like... <laughs> Kim's fiance, soon to be husband, got her this stunning bespoke ring. <laughs> Fucking gorgeous. Did you want to see a picture? I'd show him the picture and he'd be like, oh yeah. And I'm like, do you not think that's unreal though? Like he got that, didn't even ask her. And I'd be like, and I remember like asking my friend Kim, I was like, how the fuck did you get him to get you this ring? <laughs> and she'd be like, I would literally bring him to Applebee's and be like, pick out the one that you think I bought lot. And she's like, I just trained him for like ages. So like they basically like, she like what we're doing is trying to curate yeah. our life. Yeah. And not even just for social media, for actual existence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like because, you know, if I was like madly in love in this great relationship and he proposed with the wrong ring. Fuck off. And you know what I have to bring up? that rotten ring. It's like that episode on fucking sex in the city. Where Aiden finally proposes yes. to Carrie. And, you know, she should be so happy. She's finally getting, like, you know, this guy who's, like, you know, at the time, he's, like, the perfect fella, all the rest. And he proposes. She finds the ring. She yes, finds she finds the, the ring. ring. She is like, if you haven't watched, yeah. if you're going to watch the show, freaking watch the show. Yeah. We're, we're always saying that. that. Some people are randomly telling us that we're getting you into the show and like, do it, girl. Do it. It's like the freaking gal's Bible. You need it in your life. Yeah. So yeah, in this episode, she is living with Aiden and then she, he has his mess everywhere and she finds the ring and she opens it up and it's like a teardrop gold ring. Yellow And she's gold. just like totally disregards the fact that she has an amazing boyfriend who wants to like make yeah. this commitment to her which she has been before this dying for in every fucking episode like, like in every relationship, relationship yeah. I say like her whole thing was that like her last boyfriend like said he would never get married again and then when they broke up he met a girl and proposed to her and it was she like, wanted to be the one she wanted to be the one and finally she was the one but the, her immediately what she thought was like what the fuck is that because we're t- we're bred to believe that this engagement ring should yeah. be like the like this is how your man shows he knows you. It's like totally, and then the whole episode kind of randomly revolved around that, and there was a quote in it from Samantha, "Hey, honey, we love you." Um, saying wrong ring, wrong guy. Yes, and that's just so fucked up because, like you said, your friend trained her man like. I think if Jimmy was ever to propose, if I didn't train him, I'm not trying to, but if I ever did, like, I think if I didn't, he would probably get some vintagey, yeah. random blue jewel ring. And, and I'm I like, feel like... Because <laughs> I'm kind of quirky. Yeah, and, and I, I feel like, like I would get kind of like, maybe like fucking skull hands holding a fucking <laughs> black diamond. Like, it's like, I don't want that. I want the glamorous... I like you know I I don't look like you know your normal like oh neither of us do no but I want the fucking but, square cut pr- cushion like but know? I kind of want that like I never really wanted that but until I've been bombarded yes. with you know see, like I'd be sitting next to someone on the bus and she'll have you know just black clothes no jewelry bar this massive stunning sparkler and yes. I'm just like that ain't even my style I but I want and need that ring yeah and I remember another thing that like kind of made me be like oh my god that is gas this girl I knew uh, through work got engaged and I remember being like oh my god you haven't put it up on Instagram and she's like yeah I haven't had time to get a nail appointment yet so I obviously can't put the picture up until I get a manicure 
Because uh, it's like, now. so it's like everything's like, ma- like no pun intended, manicured. You know, it's like this like perfect thing yes, where it's like, totally. good God, as if I'm going to post the, yeah. the pic that I got engaged and share this special moment with my friends and family, but not until I also have a French manicure. Like I heard of a couple as well who um, the guy was proposing to his girlfriend and he got his friend to hide in the bushes and record it <laughs> so they could share the moment on Facebook. So it was like, they're going to engage. They didn't want it to be a private yeah. moment. They wanted to show everyone mm. that. And, and, like, just... and like, don't get me wrong, like, I get it if you've just got engaged or you know got a deadly present from your fella, as we were talking about, that like, yeah. there is this like, oh my God, so fun. And we are kind of bred now as people to mm. want to share everything. But you have to realise that just because you don't share it doesn't mean it didn't happen. And also what we're like, I mean, yeah, I'm sure people who are listening, gals who are listening today, you know, like, yeah, they may have shared a picture. And then we don't need to be like, oh, are we not cool? Exactly. We're just trying to cut through the crap because it's like we're hearing and seeing that this is normal. And we're just trying to be different and say that, like, you don't need to feel validated for getting to that 1K on Insta. You know, there is no like worth really in that no. I mean like it's, well it's the same as we were talking about with the, the material possessions that girl might be getting 1k and she might have 10k followers but she's probably only thinking about getting 20k followers Yeah, she's looking at some fecker in Australia who was 350,000 followers and like mm. it's unquenchable Yeah, and for us it's like yeah do what you want enjoy what you want but I think that the, there's a lot of people out there now mindlessly doing these things and it's kind yeah. of giving them not a very happy place to be in their life. It's just like be aware. Like, I mean, I and yourself, Jenny, we obviously like curate our Instagram to a certain extent. Of course. Like I put up a selfie. I'm, you know, I, it just it's not like if you're real, you'll put up the most rotten no. selfie. Like I totally curate it to a certain certain extent. But then I just I feel that people are going way overboard with the consumerism and with it's almost like an obsession and it's just to be aware mm-hmm. like so that's what we're trying to do is kind of just like have a voice to what's going on yeah. do you know what I mean yeah. like because we're all seeing it and people like seem to be so fascinated with mm. like everyone's different Instagram and like and you know we've talked about it, like in our breakups episode we were talking about like how like getting that selfie and it, it can make you feel great there's nothing wrong with that no but like it is like what we're saying I like, just have the awareness about it and be like, you know, even if you put up that feckin' selfie and it gets 15 likes, if you feckin' loved it, you loved it. You know, that way. And like, try not get that in your head where yeah. it's like, oh my God, like we're all going to do it to a certain extent, I think. But like, you know, just try and just be aware and try and kind of have that inner monologue of like, you know, like first, like, because I've seen people be like, okay, maybe I put it up at the wrong time. Mm-hmm. Or, like, he didn't like the picture and he usually likes my pictures. Like, just try and take a step back. And then it kind of comes into, like, I don't know about, like, we were talking about relationships. Mm-hmm. And, like, the whole Instagraminess of, like, when there's a single guy. Like, I've had guys who like my pics. As soon as they get mm-hmm. the GF, they're not liking the pics. So, okay, I thought it would be kind of fun to be, like... What is your idea of um, Instagram liking and what do you think is cool? Because like, I know I've heard from like a lot of girls who would just be enraged 
if their guy is liking a girl's pig. Oh, yeah. Well, like, stuff like that. So, like, say, for example, when I was single and stuff, like, if I put up a picture on Instagram and the fella that I was, like, sent me texting or whatever, like, I could have gotten groundbreaking amount of selfies or likes, should I say, on that picture. Mm -hmm. But if he didn't like it, I'd be literally enraged. I'd be like, fuck's sake. And it's like, I remember, like, there was loads of times in, like, you know, times where I was dating fellas that, like, I could tell if they were going to start, like, ghosting me or whatever because they wouldn't be liking the pic. Yes. And it's like, all of a sudden, they stopped liking your pic. Or, on the other end of things, if all of a sudden, you're single and there's this new thing of, like, liking the pic. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, we were saying that first single selfie. Like, when yeah. you first break up with a dude and then, like, the literally, one of the first things that I would go and do after a few weeks, like, without, like, where you're crying is getting that selfie oh up there. And, like, it's basically, like, putting a flag on top of your head saying single again, yeah. you know? Like, I, me and my sisters have been going through Instagram being like, oh, she's putting up a lot more naked pics than you do. <laughs> they must be broken up, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You never liked that in the first place. And then, like, when I also worked in beauty before, and obviously it's, like, female like there was I was working with all women and in the staff room we'd be talking about like say one girl would have a boyfriend and her boyfriend had liked one of the other girls pictures and they were all like ooh that I would not be happy with that oh my god I can't be like that's not on I would fucking kill that's not right and it's kind of like what's because like what's acceptable what is acceptable or like your brain you could have been grand with that. Do you know what I mean? If it was yeah. your fella, like you could be like, okay, whatever. Jimmy likes a lot of people's pictures. Who cares? Yeah. And you might have been grand with it. And both of you might have liked the picture and talked about it together. But mm. all of a sudden, when it's brought to your face in work and you know all these other people are talking about it, you're like, hang on. That's not cool. Even though you probably were grand with it. You know why he liked it. Maybe it was a funny caption. And the reason I'm not grand with it is because, again, I'm seeing my... Yeah, I'm seeing through the eye of the viewer. I'm like, mm. oh no, he's publicly liking a picture. That makes me look ridiculous. And it's like, it's just your... It's kind of like an ego-based thing rather than yeah. your, the actuality of your relationship. Yeah, because it's it like, doesn't matter that if I'm I, at home fine with it. Yeah, it's what like matters making, is that all other, of a sudden I yeah. think you're making me look like a fucking idiot. And it's like, mm. you don't look like an idiot. These people are just looking at your relationship as if it's their own. And it's all based on liking a freaking... Like, something on Instagram that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, like, as I have... Like, because you're kind of trying to read... Like, read via likes. Mm. So sometimes I would, like looking at Jimmy's Insta now I'm noticing okay he's liking her pics she's liking his pics constantly that's basically a conversation and I make this thing of my head being like you know just getting obsessed with it being like I know what they're thinking I know what they're doing and then like we have had conversations about it not really fights but like just conversations about it where it's kind of like exploring the whole idea like what is okay via social media to like is it okay to like a celebrity's pics is it okay if I like Justin Bieber's <laughs> yeah. and if he likes a random tattooed model? Yeah. But when is it not okay? Is it when it's Dublin people? Yeah. Or, and that kind of know? goes back to our thing on like how close to home it is now. Because like, as you said, he could like a picture of Amber Rose. You know he's never going to freaking meet Amber Rose. Yeah. Amber Rose lives in LA and goes, you know, has a baby boy Wiz Khalifa. It's very far removed. Yeah, totally. But... He could also like a picture of this like Insta model from Australia who has like 20k, but that would piss me off more. Or even worse, an Insta model from Drimna. Yeah. Like this <laughs> random ride who is just like only has about 7k, but is just like 
putting those selfies mm. up and they are banging. Yeah. And she has like, tw- you know those and girls all- who are like, they are just getting those good selfies up every day. Yeah, and it's like, what I'm they still do? living off my good one from two months ago. <laughs> yeah. So he's getting constantly fed this like yeah. fresh image of this girl that he's never met. And also it kind of goes back to the curated thing. Like say if, if Jimmy and I have a fight and we're like just not really talking to each other, we're sat and we're just on our phones. Like he like when you're living with a guy they see you gross they see you you know like they see you on the couch in your pajamas and when you're in a relationship with a guy like obviously at the start you're dating you're always glam but then when you get comfortable and you're in your pjs you have your little suit of cream on yeah your hot bottle you're just comfortable but then they're being fed the curated view Mm. of a girl yeah so if you're I, i get kind of insecure sometimes when if like we've had a fight and like obviously we've you know we're not seeing each other in the best light but I know that he can just quickly whip out his phone and browse through his phone scroll away and be seeing well she she doesn't look like that kind of girl who pissed me off she always looks like she's having fun and she's out and she's drinking and she's so hot you know yeah and they'll like put up like no makeup selfie and it's like you know as like a normal gal that she has been posing away but it's yeah. like, then they're like oh blah blah but like I have like don't really have much experience that because like my boyfriend isn't on social media I know you lucky hoe which I... is mad and mm-hmm. like I don't know how that would kind of be but like say for example I mean I do get it though because like so Michael and I which I think we're going to get into another episode of how we met our fellas because that's a funny story it but is. like Michael and I for we kind of met online through like blogging or whatever and I remember he had this blog and like I would like say meet up with him on a weekend have a really good weekend we first started dating it was all like fun and fresh and we were in that kind of like oh everything's new and then I'd like go home and I'd see look at his blog or whatever and he'd like reblogged all these pictures of these like stunning like blonde models and stuff and I'm like oh and even though we had a great thing and that was real in the real world Mm. All of a sudden, him putting this out there or like reblogging these pictures of these like gorge girls or like liking pictures of all these gorge girls on Tumblr, I'd be like, uh, oh, like, so that's what actually what you like because you're putting it out there as something that you like rather than what you actually are And you're doing. just comparing yourself. Yeah. And it's like all, and that's the thing is like coming back, you know, to end this whole mm-hmm. kind of episode, I guess, on comparing it is so futile, but it's so normal. And I think that's something that we've about realised. Like, it doesn't mean anything yeah. and it's and pointless, but it is a weird human nature thing, but we're just being given way more opportunities this day and age to compare different parts. And also, I think it's just like, like we said, you can get so in your head, you can get totally wrapped up in it, but I think as long as you have your two feet on the ground, like your yeah. two feet in reality, and tr- like, just like, not to believe it, because it is not real. Yeah. And like, I think over the years, we are like, noticing that now like like we mentioned on another podcast where like you can be following this couple and then they're perfect but then they break up and they fucking yeah. ruin each other and they're and like and you can't all of a sudden get a real insight yeah that's when you're like oh actually it wasn't perfect yeah and so yeah i mean we're definitely going to compare always that's a natural human thing like we said mm-hmm. but to just keep one foot in reality yeah like say when we were talking about like the bodies and comparing yourself like you were seeing michael putting up those pics mm. You know, what kind of helped me get my head, like, just back out of the clouds or whatever, thinking, like, he's going on Instagram and seeing this girl with, like, a tiny waist mass of boobs. I, I'm also, like, maybe not as much because it seems to be more like a women-driven thing, Instagram, but, like, I am being, like, 
you know, bombarded with images of men who are just like chiseled, mm. perfect gym balls. I'm not looking at Jimmy's body and comparing. Yeah, that's so true. Like, I, like did, I would never look at his body and be like, oh, he actually has a bit of a stomach on him. Yeah. I just don't think or like, like that. he's not as ripped as that guy. No. Or like, this fella's six foot four. My fella's six foot one. Like, mm, don't really like that. And it's like, yeah. even though it gets into your head, it doesn't mean that it's in their head. And it is, it's just interesting. So like, I mean, I guess this is episode is probably coming up to a halt now, but like, as always, let us know. Like, we love hearing your guys' like reactions to it because sometimes we'll touch on something in these podcasts and we'll think of it as like, meh, whatever. And yeah. then people are like, oh my God, that yeah, is so They mean. connect to that. Yeah. So yeah, totally. Like, this is just such a... We thought that this would be such an interesting topic because it's so of the now yeah. like and it's still evolving and mm-hmm. stuff so if you write to write to us with just your experiences like how have you experienced life with social media yeah and in your relationships or in like the fact that you want to be like in your consumerism yeah and especially style. like you know whether you're someone who's younger and you've always grown up with this like mm. let us know and if you're kind of our age uh, you know really sexy age <laughs> um, yeah 25 and up like who all of a sudden like we're kind of living this life like the 17 year olds and we're all in the same pot kind of and it's really weird like, totally I'm looking at influencers who are 19 yeah like I'm 10 30 years. and I'm still like I'm 30 I didn't grow up with selfies being a thing and I'm freaking joining oh, in that game. And I'm like, her fucking selfie's better than mine. But anyway, <laughs> as we said, look. Yeah. And if you've any tips for us to make our selfies better, like, I mean, fucking Oh my goodness. Me. We actually should do a whole podcast on selfie tips because... I think that'd be more an Instagram live because we want to get the... And I think we need up. a guest for that because, jeez, <laughs> so gross. So guys, good. as always, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Podcast With a Z. And email us on Gmail because that is where we're getting really like freaking intense, in depth, like feedback questions. and stuff. And, and that's it's always anonymous. Yeah, one hundred percent always and on no shadow of a doubt. Um, so just totally yeah. If you want to write to us and get on our level, Hell do yeah. it, gals, because we love hearing from you. And also, since like a lot of our episodes, if you haven't fucking guessed, some of them were pre-recorded in our launch date, but we do want to say. Thank you so much for subscribing and for mm-hmm. uh, reviewing us. But we would love, if you love this podcast, please give us a review on iTunes. Because basically what that does is the more reviews and the more subscribers we get, we're not getting fucking paid for it. It's not a sneaky like <laughs> money thing. No, It just basically means that we'll shoot up in the charts and more gals will discover us who maybe don't follow us on social media. Yeah. So Irish gals maybe down to more can get their mm-hmm. girls and it's so. just gonna like we are all in this together yes. we wanna just get like the group of gals getting yes. the gals back together hell yeah so like us follow us we love you bitches send us your best selfie see you later bye on my neck my back lick my pussy and my crack my neck my back lick my pussy and my crack what it's my <laughs> You're now listening to Reality versus Fantasy Representing Micah Blaze All day, every day Shout out to Trap Nines Bella Scars And all y'all niggas out there Enjoy 
Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. 